we're in week, uh, oh shoot, I didn't even get the numbers in my head. Seven? Seven? Never alone. Six. Six. Never alone, right? Oh shoot, that's so funny. I'm sure, I'm sure someone could answer. Brad probably could answer me. Uh, but anyway, uh, I believe it's uh, it's six or seven. Anyway, um, we're, we're, that's so funny. I don't know why I'm, anyway, I'm, I'm in it. Are you in it? <laughs> it's good. It's, uh, it's, um, it's talking about, um, it's kind of a big week because it's super relatable and it's talking about walls, things that are in, that sometimes get in the way of, of our relationship with God. Hey, and it starts off talking about the idea of um, religion and this notion that we uh, have to earn our way. Um, there's a lot of do's and don'ts in religion. And um, and so we have to earn our way in order to have what God has for us. And, and as we come to discover that it's the opposite, it can really transform a life. But religion can... Um, can trap us in, uh, and then day two talks about walls, things that are get in the way of, of me and God. So religion is sort of a, an overarching thing, but what, you know, what are some of the things that get in the way? And I know when I have a religious spirit, maybe then I begin to, um, it's really easy to pick up things like pride and judgment on people who don't do what I do or aren't as good as me or can't achieve, you know, this is, these are the things I relate to. So if you relate to me, then you can, um, go with that but I mean I I grew up in a home where um yeah I just popped out talking about these things uh and not these not like we do today but like talking about Jesus and the Bible and church and so it was just always part of my everyday in fact my dad on the day that I was born I just I still I don't understand him but um on the day that I was born he uh went in, he preached, no, he went, how did it go? He went, he, uh, it was a Sunday and he had gotten someone else to preach. And, uh, and so we had gone in, in the middle of the night and, uh, I was born and then he ran back to the church and got up and announced that I had been, um, I had been born on a Sunday morning. So that's kind of cool. So even that, right? Like, I am I am he who was born on a Sunday morning, right? It's like, it's kind of like super holy. That's right. Good. Thanks, Ange. I appreciate it. That's a good title. <laughs> uh, not at all. Yeah. But it's like, it's like, these are the things that I talk about or, or uh, this is how I do life. This is the worldview from which my life sprung. And so I have... Um, I have a uh, strong danger <laughs> of religion becoming um, the reason that I do what I do. Like, just because this is what I do. This is what I've always done. These are, this is where I was celebrated. I went to a Christian school, so people honored me and celebrated me for doing the things for God that, you know what I mean? Like, I, we called them for God, and, and it was, and so I run the real risk uh, all the time of uh, religion being the reason I do my life, and so, um, and it, and it, I've often wondered, oh God, like, what is there? Is there a life? You know, should I, should I do something 
different? Should I choose some, like my life path is taking me some funny places. If you know my story, it's like I went from high school to a camp like this where I worked for a year. That's where I really met Brad and we, we got close. And, and I, I mean, that's where, um, for me, I got transformed in my idea of, of who God could be in my life. Like he would actually speak to me and he would actually uh, lead me and guide me. And I, I would say I learned to hear the voice of God there. That's where I really learned. I was 18 and, and we spent um, time, volumes and volumes of time. Um, pursuing and listening to the voice of God, and um, and so uh, and so, but I mean, I mean, where um, it's it's easy to move on from that. But I, I stayed at camp, uh, and I, and I came to Australia for a year. But other than that, I went back to back to Canada, and I worked in a little Christian school again. And I was surrounded by these Christian values and these things that we're pursuing in church and involvement and all those things. And so my whole life, and then, and then I became a pastor in a church and then, uh, and then we ended up here and so, and doing these things. And so it's like, well, my whole life has been sort of surrounded in this. And so I feel a, a, an incredible sense of danger in my own life that religion or the reason I'm doing this is just because that's all I know. That's all I can do. This is where I get celebrated. This is where I, where I get the good feels from the people around me. Do you know what I mean? And so I feel an incredible sense of danger around that uh, more and more as I learn and uh, how Jesus dealt with those who were like me. <laughs> yeah, caught in a cycle of just doing because um, uh, and trying to earn uh, favor, trying to earn goodness, trying to even... Um, um, yeah, get what I need from doing. Yeah. And so um, this week, all that to say this week of study is a sla- is, is just like, it's, um, it's a great curiosity for me and has been for a while, but I think uh, um, there's always a remnant <laughs> of religion, religiosity in me um, that's, worth, that's worth me chasing down. And I'm not here to like... Um, um, you know, if you're going through the study or like, we're not here even heavily to talk about, um, to talk about specific walls or specific things that get in the way. But I, I would like, um, if there was one thing that I would like to come out of this morning, it might be that you would have a curiosity. That's all. Because when I, when I get into this study and as I've, um, over the last few years, we've just really, um, experience some things. I've experienced God in a way that I just haven't, um, in the rest of my journey or, or haven't for a long time, maybe I should put it that way, where, um, where I just feel like, um, uh, it's going to be better if I just am where I am. (laughs) And I just agree with, uh, the fact that I am, uh, incapable of manufacturing the best life for myself or even a piece that I'm looking for or, um, and, and, um, and I think more than feeling trapped into that, I want, I, I feel a sense of desire for, um, God's, um, for what God actually has as opposed to what, what I think 
uh, he has or what he um, or what we've always talked about in church or what I what I've known and just knowledge but instead um, what am I reaching for I'm reaching for this idea that God would um, would actually be uh, yeah real to me in a way that um, um, wouldn't come from, uh, yeah, I guess I'm exploring um, a God who's real to me that wouldn't come from, uh, I have to because this is my whole life. I'm paid to do this. <laughs> or, I'm, or I'm just like, this is the only place I know. But it would come from like a, an understanding that God is, um, um, has something on offer that I actually want for me and for you. And so I feel that rising in, in this week's study. I feel, I'm like, like as I'm reading these things and these, about these walls and stuff, it's like, I want, yeah, I feel a desire to, I, I want it to come from a place of, uh, like I was asking the Lord, um, you know, for help with this. And uh, I feel like maybe I need to keep asking him for help because I feel a little bit like, oh, I could wander off into who knows where today. But um, but bringing it back, I just I just I was asking him, um, um, what what do you wanna what do you wanna say? And I felt like he looked back at me and he said, well, what do you want? What do you really want? And as I thought about who I would sit in front of and as I thought about my own life I thought about things like um, uh, I want peace for me and for my family I want uh, joy I want contentment in whatever we're facing because life's up and down but I want to find that peace that you know surpasses all understanding for, for uh, you know I don't want to be trivial about that. I actually want it. Uh, I want it for you, and I want it for me. And um, and so I think curiosity is a really good thing. As a worshiper, I uh, and like when I say worshiper, I mean as a, like a we're all worshippers. Just by the way, it's just who are we worshiping? I guess. What's happening? Oh, oh, the camera's flying around, you guys. Okay, all right. It fell over. Okay. Hi, they're back. No, it's, hi, hi, Greg, hi, you guys. Yeah, it's actually really nice to see you guys on, on the TV there. We, we have you with us, and um, um, yeah, I want to let my heart, my heart passes to you because of the love that you share in that room, so just, just yeah, love that you're here with us. Um, we, um, so I was talking to the Lord about this and I was like, I was like, Lord, like all these things, like there's so many walls and there's so many things, there's so many things flying, flying around, like, um, uh, and in my religiosity and in my desire as, uh, in, in the things that I know, I know that sin and I know that walls and, oh, here we go. Oh, oh, it's so dramatic. We should shut that off. Okay. Thank you, Deep. Just keep that off there. That's fine. Whoa, that was crazy. I think that might be my mount that I made him. That's it's possibly falling apart. All right. We'll keep going. Hopefully they can hear us. 
Um, okay, look, there's this thing about there's this thing about this week, and I wanted to speak to you, especially if you're doing this week. There's this thing about it that feels like we got to go get something, go get a bunch of stuff off our plate, go like wipe it all out. Like I got to be good at, by the end of it, right? Like there's so many walls, there's so much religion in me, there's so much things like I can get into it and start to feel panicky, like 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 it's like this. And so I just want to say this out loud. Though I felt like the Lord just like swept me to uh, Peter, who who like uh, when Jesus came to wash his feet. The religion in Peter and the, the, the thing in Peter, the, even the pride in Peter just said, no, you can't. Absolutely not. I won't let you. And then Jesus rebukes him and he says, if you don't let me wash you, you can have no part of me. You can't. You can't. If, if you are unable to let me serve you, then you will have no place with me. And then, and then Peter flies off the handle the other way. I just think it's interesting. He just flies the other way into like, and he's like, well then, get all of it, Jesus. Like, like, bathe me, you know? Like, it's so excessive. He's just like, he's like, I will not let you wash my feet. That's too humble. I know who you are. I know what you are. And Jesus said, yeah, that's the point. That's who, that's what I've come to do. I want to make this really clear to you. This is who we are, you know? He's demonstrating this for his disciples. He's saying, Peter, you're going to be like me. Like, you're going to do this for people, right? But Peter, in his pride, doesn't want to, to Jesus to have to humble himself to this disgusting thing. Maybe he's feeling a bit of shame, like he should have done something, like he should have been washing feet. Maybe he should have seen this coming. Like, why didn't anyone else wash feet? Peter's kind of the leader of the pack. Maybe he's feeling a bit of shame. So I can really relate to that. And then Jesus says, uh, you can't have any part of me. And then he overreacts like I do, because when I, when I, I do this all the time, I feel like, um, um, I feel like I come to worship and I'm like, I have to, I have to be sorted. I have to get it all fixed. I'm in speaking today. Like I've, I've, it's been a battle this week. It's been busy. There's lots on, there's lots of things going on. And I feel like, oh, and I'm doing the study and I'm like, oh, I have to be sorted. I got to be sorted. So I have something of value. I have to be sorted. So I, you know what I mean? I could feel all those things rising and the demand for that. And then, and then he took me to that story to Peter and he just said, hold on, um, I've come to wash your feet, not your whole body. Like, in fact, I've made you clean already. And and he's sort of saying, I'm, this is, and number one, this is not about you, Peter. <laughs> I feel him saying that to me. Curse, this isn't about you. This isn't about your story. This is about me and what I'm doing, first of all, foremost in this family. And so it, it takes me, it takes some pressure off. It's like, oh, okay. And then second of all, I've, um, um, you're walking with me. You're chasing after me. You're, you're trying. You're making effort. I see you. Um, what I see that you have desire uh, in parts of your life for me, and I'm not looking to like wipe you all out and start over again. I'm actually looking to build and shape and mold you. And so I feel. I feel I'm not. I'm not looking to do a big thing. I'm looking to do the next thing, a small thing, for you. And I feel. I feel a sense of that in our family. I feel like um, there's this shame that says we got to sort it all out and be all sorted and get it all done. Um, but, um, um, but we don't. I. I don't think that this is about when we come to Jesus. It's not about um, um, fixing everything. Everything doesn't need to get fixed for me to be with him. He's 
fixed everything already. <laughs> it's all good. But, you know, there's something that I want to talk to you about. And so it's you are good. You're mine. You're my child. You're, I'm with you. I'm, I've died for all the things that you're worried about. You know, will you come and talk to me about the next thing, this thing, you know? And I think, um, and so as a worshiper, coming back to that, when I leave worship, I often feel like um, I've, got to, I've got to get it all sorted. Or if you grew up in, in the tradition that I did or my wife did, um, you know, when it comes time for communion, right? We got to get it all sorted. Everything has to be fixed. You got to get all your sins out. You got to confess them all, list them all out on a page, and maybe do it three or four times just to be sure, right? That's the thing, right? Like we feel this need to to sort ourselves out. And I think Jesus wants us to catch that. Um, um, he's not as concerned about um, fixing it all as he is about just being with us. And, and of course he's going to, yeah, he cares about all those things. I don't want to minimize sin. I certainly don't want to minimize, uh, you know, wrongful, harmful rebellion. But Jesus, when he talks to Peter here, uh, is saying, I have you. I know you're here with me. Let's calm down. Let's, let's do one thing. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's one of the things I took from that. But as a worshiper, when I come and I remember, I remember, um, uh, as an example, one of the, one of the walls for me, um, that has often come up in my life, to be honest. And, and even I would say, uh, um, it's easy. It came up for me again yesterday and talking to that guy, I talked about the joy story. It's easy for me, um, for walls of judgment to come up when people don't come from where, where I come from and they enter into my world, right? It's easy for me to, to try to, um, um, try to figure out where I fit. Do you have something to offer me or do I have something to offer you? Right? How does this work? Like, am I better than you or are you better than me? It's a it's an ugly thing, but it exists. And I, I think it's a, a it's a very religious thing, first of all. So it exists in the religiosity of, of how I grew up and the things that I allowed to, um, you know, these for intentional or not intentional. These are things that um, we feel when when um, when we're trying to earn our place. <laughs> well, if we got to earn our place, then we got to have a ranking system. And everyone's on it somewhere, right? And so I have a strong desire in worship. When I come to worship, um, um, uh, what, I'm, what I'm hoping for is that the people in the room would experience the face of God. And what I'm desiring is that, that I would see Jesus and he would transform my life. And um, inevitably, when we push and pursue for that authentically, God brings up the barriers for us. When we, uh, I think one of the most helpful things to do, and today was a beautiful example of it, it was just like the most helpful thing to do is just to worship. It's why we do it. It's so helpful because when we do that, we get to see God's face. And when we get presented with God, he, um, we can see, we can begin to see sometimes the things, some of the things that are in the way. And I, I remember one time, really stark example for me when I was, when I was looking at some of these things and then um, it just came up as, uh, I just remember I was about 25 years old and I was leading worship at, a, at our, um, our high school retreat and I invited my dad to come speak at it um, and 
um, and I was just in the mode of, of like, re- I had really strong desires for the kids to experience God and for me to experience God. And I just remember, and I, and I, I surrounded that weekend and I told my dad, I just said, I think you have what God wants for the kids. And that was really hard for him. But I just, I just was, felt like in this mode of, of, I was seeing what God could see. And, and so I felt him flowing and I felt like he asked me to ask my dad, which is a really weird thing for me to do. Like, why would I bring my dad to the thing that I'm running? Um, but it was like, cause I was separate from my dad. Like he was just, he was outside of that. I could ask anyone and, but I asked my dad to come and I was so proud of that. And I felt God's pride also. And I just felt like he was really happy with some of the things that were coming together. And I felt like, um, and I pulled uh, some worshipers close with me that I worship with um, weekly. And I, I just said, guys, I want you to come and just worship with me and be with me. And so we had a bit of a band and, um, and, and we came and, and we sought the Lord. And I just said, Lord, I remember saying, Lord, is there anything else in the way? And I just think, I think, I think those are really helpful curiosities. I think, I think in some ways it's where we're at. It's like, it's like, Hey, we want, I mean, it's a good curiosity. Do I want the Lord? Do I want what he has? But also when I do want it, would, would I dare ask him, you know, what, what's in the way? And which has been this week and some opportunity. I haven't got to day five yet, but I, I saw the title and I skimmed through it a little bit and it's called A Healing Journey. And I'm excited about it because it's, it's going to be a, a walk through a, a process of maybe some more healing, which I think is a great, a great thing. And, and I'm excited about it uh, and also nervous about it, but also excited. <laughs> um, and I remember... I just said, Lord, so I'm in this mode where I'm just like, I want what you want. I can see what you want. You've shown me all these things. Is there anything else in the way? And I think sometimes the Lord doesn't always press past. Like, I think it was an opportunity for me, not a requirement. You know, like he had my attention. But I think it's a useful tool for us to go, is there anything else in the way? And one of the questions in the study was really helpful for me. It said, um, you could ask Jesus, what am I missing out on? Is there something that's in the way of me getting closer to you, of me experiencing you? And, and if you would show it to me, could you also show me what I'm missing out on so I can understand the tangible effect? Because I think that's a really, like, it's a really powerful request. And um, anyway, um, long story short, um, my bass player was a French guy. Now, I'm from Redneck, Canada, the West. In the West, uh, in Alberta particularly, um, in, uh, I'm... I mean, it's not, I'm, I'm smiling, but it's not really funny. Brad, Brad will know like there, I mean, in my generation and maybe even below, there's this, this strong, um, dislike. That's nice, Ben. There's a strong dislike of, of our Quebecois friends, of, of the Canadians that are French. And it's a strange thing because they outnumber us vastly, but 
in, in Alberta, but for some reason we have this thing that's built into us that they are anti us and we are anti them. And it's difficult because in Alberta, French is less a priority, so we learn it less, but it's on all our things. And so we're more just annoyed by it. Does that make sense? If I can just kind of just put it in there. And maybe you can relate in some other way. But as a Canadian, to talk to a Western Canadian is a very relatable idea. That we just have a little bit of bigotry towards our French brothers and sisters. It's just there. It just exists. And we don't know why exactly. We've got some ideas, but we don't know why. And we joke about it, and we make fun of it, and whatever, and, but it just kind of sits there. Anyway, my bass player is French. He married a beautiful uh, um, girl from Alberta, and there he is. And, and, and I felt like the Lord, um, 25 years old, I've got this in me. It's oil fields, oil fields, culture, like where we are in Alberta is just like everyone works in the big money and the big oil fields, and all the French guys are coming out, and everyone's annoyed. And that's just the general idea, okay? And, and so it's just permeated through male culture especially, I would say. And, um, and, and so I would never be outwardly that way, but I turned and looked and the Lord just said, we're going to be done with that. Let's be done with that. And, um, and I just, I just began to weep. I was like, what? Like, I thought you were going to talk about, I don't know, some show I watched last week or some friend that I, or, you know, some time that, you know, and he was just like, that's in the way. This weekend, you know, that's in the way. And, you know, it's so gentle because my desire, it has, to, it has to come from that. Like I have a desire for, you know, Brad was talking about this this morning because um, I was going to talk a little more heavily about need. I need God. But why do I need him? If I only need him and I'm trapped into that, that doesn't feel like very good. And so I'm using it a lot more, uh, this idea of desire. I want him. Why do I want him? Because I want good things for the people around me. I want peace. I want joy. I want contentment. I know that he has things on offer for me that are everlasting, not just in this life. I know that there's more. Um, and, and so I want that. And so because I want that, then I, then I need him. Um, I wanted to read from Psalm 63. And I'll, since I have this iPad, I'll pull it up on the screen for you. I like, I like the way David, um, the way David cries out um, for God in the process he goes through. He says, oh God, you are my God, and with deepest longing I will seek you. Or another passage says, I need you. But I like the way it says here, with deepest longing, I will seek you. My soul, my life, my very self thirsts for you. My flesh longs and sighs for you in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I have gazed upon you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. Oh, it's right there. Because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. My soul, my life, my very self is satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth offers praise to you with joyful lips. My soul, my life, uh, sorry, and when I remember you on my bed, I meditate thoughtfully, focus on you in the night watches. 
for you have been my help. And in the shadow of your wings, where I'm always protected, I sing for joy. My soul, my life, my very self clings to you. Your right hand holds me up. I think it's cool. Oh, did it not move? Oh, it hasn't been moving, has it? Was it moving a little? Oh, there we go. And then he transitions. So he starts with this. This is what I want. My soul longs for you. I need you. Your loving kindness is better than life. I remember you. I think of you. I look to you. I need you. So he starts with desire. And he doesn't even necessarily say, um, I, my brain in this moment. He says, my soul desires. So he speaks to what's true about himself. And then we realize why he's doing this. It's because he's overwhelmed. It's because he's uh, under siege. And he starts by pursuing God in this way. This is what I want. This is what I need. This is my desire. And then, and then he sort of answers for God how God might answer him. But those who seek my life to destroy it will be destroyed and go into the depths of the earth, into the underworld. They'll be given over to the power of the sword. They will be prey for foxes. But the king will rejoice in God. Everyone who swears by him, honoring the true God, acknowledging his authority and majesty, will glory. For the mouths of those who speak lies will be stopped. And David's facing some really big things and he's facing some really hard things. There's some people who are outright lying about him and tearing him down and he's facing some really hard stuff. And he, but he starts by pursuing God um, in worship. And I love that. I think, I think that, um, I think that it's a secret uh, for us is to speak to what our soul desires. And if our soul doesn't desire him, um, then we can cry out and ask God to help us understand that. Why not? What is it, what is it that I'm missing out on? What is it that I'm not seeing? Um, I was reading another passage in Matthew chapter 11. Jesus said, come to me, all who are weary and heavy burdened by religious rituals that provide no peace. This is a helpful, this is a helpful bracket for this week for me. I was like, oh, just doing church, doing life the, the way that I do it because that's the way I've done it will give me not what I'm looking for. I want peace more than anything else. I think, I don't know how else to, I don't, I don't know a better way to put it. I, I feel a sense of, um, in my, I feel it right in my stomach, in the core of who I am. Um, I know you sometimes talk about this, but that's what I'm looking for is peace. I, I, I could face anything with that peace. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy, heavily burdened. The problem is um, we have a barrier um, 
in Western culture because we don't think that we need him. We have these natural barriers that um, it's why he said um, it's easier for a rich man to go through a needle than to come into the kingdom of God. I think because we've got these barriers that stop us because like I don't really need him. I can get from point A to point B. I can eat food. I can go to the grocery store. I kind of I'm kind of sorted like I got a job. I don't really need God. And so the curiosity for the rich man or for the Western thinking is to become aware of what I'm missing out on. (laughs) God, what am I missing out on because I don't need you, because I don't desire you, or, 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 or what am I missing out on? What's in the way of me coming to get you? Anyway, these are big thoughts. These are big ideas, but um, and worth consideration, but I do think it's a barrier, and I do think that's why I found this week to be so helpful, because I think coming in curiosity, you know, when I come weary and heavy burdened, because that's the truth, no peace, man, I can have all the food that I want, or have all the job that I want, or even have all the, all the, um, the luxuries that I want, when I really stop and I really think about it, what is, what is it that I actually want? What does my soul actually desire? What do I need? When I really come back to it, I realize I'm, I'm seeking a peace. I will give you rest, refreshing for your souls. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, following me as a disciple, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest, renewal, and blessed quiet for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and my burden is light. That's such a gift to me and something that I want. Um for you and for, for me. And so, so I guess, I guess it's left with, well, what do we do? Um, well, get curious this week about what, what is it? What stands in the way of me coming closer to God? Is there, and do I even want to come closer to God? And if that's the curiosity, it's like, well, what am I missing out by not coming closer to you, God? Will you show me that? What am I missing out on? Because I think when he reveals what we're missing out on, and for me, you know, my friend, uh, the bass player, you know, the Lord just highlighted for me, like, you are missing out on a friend, number one. Number two, you're missing out on the gifts that this person would bring to this thing that you have said is for me. And your bigotry is in the way of it. (laughs) So let's, let's take that out, you know. And so what do we do with that stuff? Well... You know, I really wrestled with that. I was like, well, what, what am I supposed to go tell him? I'm like racist. Yeah. Yeah, go repent. You know, I felt like the Lord invited me to do that there. So I wept with the Lord. And then he said, no, go tell him. Tell me sorry for carrying these things against him. And it was this really powerful moment for me. And it really relieved me a lot. Because then after that, I had, well, it was during that same time, I actually had two roommates who were French. And it just transformed the whole, my whole thinking about these guys and what they could be in my life. And then suddenly, suddenly I felt freer and like I had more opportunity to see what I need to see. And that weekend, particularly, it, it, elevated something and he he was a dear dear friend um after that and anytime i see him he's still you know just just that closeness you know and so it's like well 
How many things like that would the Lord just walk us into and walk us through gently? He is gentle. He's good about it. This is not all, all you can, you know. I can come up with a few things like, wash my head to my feet, God. He's like, no, no, like, let's start here. Yeah. Because I've, I've sorted all the big things. Just come and let's, let's keep pursuing Let's talk about it a little bit. I know I'm a bit scattered, but maybe something stood out to you or means something to you today. Um, what my heart for you is that, is that you'd be curious about your own desire. And that it wouldn't be a, a need because, oh, I have to get with God because I just have to. 